It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 11th, 2021. My name is Philip Rostermike. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Orlando Magic back at practice. Some updates from practice. Plus the impending return of Aaron Gordon, and we'll preview the Magic's game against the Miami Heat. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all, you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Most search a gravity download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Miami Heat? Check out our good friends at Locked On Heat. No matter who your team is, whether it's the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search wherever you download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is also brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Are you happy because you win, or do you win because you're happy? At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. The Orlando Magic returned to practice on Wednesday, uh, the uh, first day after the All-Star break as they get set to head down to Miami for Thursday's game. And what I can only describe as an insanely difficult back-to-back. The Magic will travel from Miami to San Antonio to take on the San Antonio Spurs on Saturday. It is not the only such strange back-to-back. We actually have one coming up next week where the Magic will play at the Knicks on Thursday and then come home to play the Nets next Friday at home. At New York, home versus the Nets. It's very, very strange. I don't get what the NBA was thinking um, in this instance. But nevertheless, that's what the schedule presents for the Orlando Magic. And it is undoubtedly a difficult schedule, as Steve Clifford noted. Um, The team is still not going to have a ton of time to practice. Typically, there's a couple days 
uh, between the All-Star break uh, and the beginning and the resumption of the season here. Each team only gets one day of practice. So Clifford said the team uh, got up and down a little bit during practice on Wednesday, but still was not able to do a ton. Um, there's injury updates. We'll get to those coming up here in a sec. Um, but overall, this is, again, going to be a very daunting schedule for the Orlando Magic. And again, the Magic, I think it's something like 30, it's 36 games and something like 75 days or you know so less about 80 days 36 games in 80 days and and the magic will have a three-day break coming up which is very rare and and, and going to be a really interesting opportunity for Orlando to get some guys maybe back into the swing of things um did some good practice get a couple good practice days in before the gauntlet really begins because the bottom line is this the Orlando Magic have to perform here at the start of the second half of the season um the season is slipping away they're three and a half games out of the final uh, spot in the play-in tournament. They uh, do have, at least on paper, one of the more difficult schedules in the league, but that's not going to change how the Magic feel. They're going to look at this and say, this is an opportunity for us to take care of our business and get ourselves back in the playoff race. Every indication from the Magic is that they believe they can still make the playoffs, and they absolutely should do that. Now, again, front office certainly should be having a different, different calculus. But as far as the players on the court, their job is to win games and to do their and to play their best. And they certainly think the opportunity is still there. And certainly they're getting hopefully some good news very, very soon. The injury news is certainly a mixed bag for the Magic at the moment. Evan Fournier was not able to do very much at practice. He is out for Friday's game, probably out for Saturday's game too. James Ennis also still out with the sore with the sore calf. Um, he is out for the next. Uh, for certainly for Friday for Thursday's game, probably for Friday's game too. Um, Cole Anthony still a ways away, um, which is Steve Clifford talked for a lot of different things, but Clifford said that he's still not able to do much on the court, um, and that they're being very very careful with him because it is a very tricky injury and they don't want it to be re-injured and that would potentially cause a longer absence. So Cole Anthony still not on the floor. The good news, however, is that Aaron Gordon is out on the floor. He was able to do most of practice, according to Steve Clifford, on Wednesday. So that may, that suggests that he will be back very, very soon. He's been upgraded to questionable. Um, Clifford seemed to suggest that if everything checks out, that he will be able to play. Um, it's just a matter of seeing how he feels uh, uh, on Thursday before, before, before tip-off. Um, he'll be on a minute restriction, obviously. Uh, I find it hard to believe he'll play in both games of the back-to-back. This is, a, again, a very weird back-to-back. And again, the Magic play, uh, what is it? Play uh, Thursday, Friday, Thursday at Miami, Friday at San Antonio. Sunday, they're home against, uh, they're home against Miami. Um, and then they have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off before they head to New York on Thursday. So definitely, uh, you know, if, if the Magic, I, I'm sure they wouldn't mind maybe trying to steal another week for Aaron uh, to just get fully healthy so he can get through this gauntlet. Um, and certainly just get him back in the swing of things so he can hit the ground running with as little restriction as possible. Um, would not surprise me if that is part of the plan, but also would not surprise me if he plays on Thursday too. Um, so obviously a lot at play here for the Orlando Magic. Um, we'll talk more about Aaron Gordon coming up here in just a moment. But um, overall, you know, again, this team is still trying to win. Um, it, 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 that just needs to be said. Um, you know, I think there there's definitely a perception around the league, certainly among fans, that the results of these games don't matter, and maybe they don't. Maybe this is all a futile attempt. But the goal for any team, and this is something that I tried to hammer home after the last game against St. Louis Hawks, in, in all the disappointment and anger 
about how that game went down. Um, the goal has to be to win. Because um, the moment you lose that goal, the moment you lose um, that drive to win and, and that expectation to win, that's when you've lost the project. That's when you get into serious problems. Um, you want to see this team keep fighting. You want to see this team continue to to grind, uh, to stick together, um, even if they're struggling, even if they just don't have the horses to get to the end of the match or get to the end of the season. You want to see them keep fighting and keep grinding. And, and I think that's really a big thing that we're going to be watching throughout the course of these final 36 games is, is how much are the Magic going to fight? Um, are the Magic going to make a push? Again, these next two weeks before the trade deadline, that's the time. That is it. The Magic have to show that they are capable of making a playoff push um, in the next two weeks or, yeah, the season's going to be completely lost and we're going to be focusing on other things. We'll get into Aaron Gordon. We'll get into the Miami Heat coming up here in just a moment. But first... It is time to name our Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Now, obviously, the Magic didn't play very much this week. The All-Star break um, gave us a nice little break, much-needed break. Um, and we got to see Nikola Vucic play in the All-Star game as well as the Skills Challenge. But that's not where I'm going with my Player of the Week this week. This week, our Player of the Week has to be a team. Has to be the team. The team you should be watching at 4.30 p.m. on Thursday. Our player of the week, the Michelob Ultra player of the week, is the Lakeland Magic. Talking about all our guys there. Uh, Andrew Rousey's had a fantastic run. Um, you know, obviously Kareem Manet's play playing there. He's he's had a had a decent run in the bubble. We'll, we'll maybe break him break him down a little bit before he rejoins the team. Devin Kennedy has been fantastic. Really, it's just been a fantastic team effort from the Lakeland Magic. After a little bit of a slow start, Lakeland rallied to make the playoffs as the sixth seed. Um, and they have done what they have always done under Stan Heath. Um, they have just won games and won big games and found ways to grind out victories. Um, I, 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 I've spoken to a few people um, who follow Lakeland a lot closer than I have. Um, I've, I've kind of watched them from afar. I keep tab on their scores. And, you know, I don't necessarily, again, like I'm, I don't know everything about this team as well as I would like. It's been a very, very busy season. But the Lakeland Magic have put together something very, very impressive. And it does deserve a lot of recognition, win, lose, or draw on Thursday. The Lakeland Magic have the most wins in the G League over the last three years. And that kind of consistency in the G League, where you have players shuttling in and out, you know, up and down between the NBA and the G League. Um, it is a league that is full of constant change of rosters that are often depleted by, um, you know, if, if not injuries, then by players being moved in and out of the lineup. Um, it's, a, it's a league of constant change. And for uh, Lakeland to have this kind of stability and have this kind of success um, is a really strong endorsement for, again, the coaching that Stan Heath has done, which I think deserves a lot of credit. Um, you know, a lot of his players have moved on to uh, professional leagues elsewhere in the world. Um, you know, certainly a lot of players have also moved on to NBA NBA. Uh, opportunities. Um, and it also goes to the credit of Anthony Parker, the general manager for the Lakeland Magic. He's done a great job identifying talent and building winning rosters. If that's what it's about, winning, uh, winning, he has certainly done that. The Lakeland Magic have made the Eastern Conference Finals. They would have been in the playoffs last year. This is their first opportunity to win the G League Championship. And certainly, I plan to be watching at 4.30 on Thursday when Lakeland takes on the Delaware Blue Coats. It's going to be an exciting time, and I'm very happy to name the Lakeland Magic our 
Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Just remember, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. And with 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, Michelob Ultra helps create that joy. And joy creates success. Enjoyment isn't the game, it's the whole game. So make sure that you enjoy the Lakeland Magic. Enjoy this title run because if you're not enjoying it, what are you doing? Visit MichelobUltra.com uh, to learn a little bit more about Michelob Ultra. And congratulations, Lakeland Magic, our Ultra Player of the Week. Today's podcast also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. A lot of those on right now. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Remember, that's betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. Betting on the NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. Aaron Gordon has always been a bit of a mystery. He's been a player who always showed a lot of potential, and it's been a lot of unrealized potential throughout the course of his career. Uh, most of the Orlando Magic's rebuild, even dating back to Rob Hennigan, has been waiting on Aaron Gordon to take that mythical star leap, waiting for him to take that leap in into something bigger than what he's been. Uh, Gordon has all the talent, has all the ability, and he's just never quite been able to get it all together for whatever reason. Injuries have played a role. There's no denying that, but as has the instability of this organization. But even at this juncture, Aaron Gordon is still such a vital piece of the Orlando Magic's present as well as their future. Undoubtedly, Aaron Gordon is probably the most valuable trade chip on the Magic roster. We can't escape this without talking about that. He is a player that is at just 25 years old, still has a lot of room for growth, and has shown that room for growth. But he's also seemingly superfluous. If Jonathan Isaac is truly the guy the Magic plan to build around, the guy the Magic plan to be the future of this franchise, then... It's hard to imagine him and Isaac, him and Gordon playing together. It's hard to imagine Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac being a long-term duo. And certainly this year would have been a good year to at least test it out one more time, give it one more chance to succeed or fail. That was, unfortunately, an opportunity lost. Again, no fault of anyone else's. Inevitably, though, with Gordon's contract, with everything else, the Magic's ability to take that next step to make a big deal always came down to Aaron Gordon. So yes, for their long-term future, Aaron Gordon is still in the spotlight. The deal the Magic pull off for Aaron Gordon, and it, when it does happen, it will happen. When it does happen, we're going to break it down and we're going to say this is a deal, this is a move that's going to reverberate for the franchise well into the future. It's not something that anyone's going to sit down and, and 
it's 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 just it's just not going to be a deal um, that passes without consequence. That's the truth. But to get to that point, we need to see Aaron Gordon play in the present. While there are a few rumors involving Aaron Gordon already ahead of this year's trade deadline, it is very hard to imagine the Magic or anyone acquiring Aaron Gordon coming off an ankle injury that has kept him out for more than a month at this point. It is hard to imagine teams taking that kind of a chance. And so, yes, how Aaron Gordon actually plays when he returns to the court, when he returns to, to, to play, is going to matter. And again, this is a consequential move. It's one of the reasons why I think the Magic do end up waiting to make any type of move with Aaron Gordon for the offseason. Because it's a move they have to get right. And if the deals aren't good now, they can wait. The same deals will be there um, when they uh, prepare for the offseason. Gordon, though, has to play on the court. Has to play better on the court. And that in itself is going to help this Magic team. Again, if the goal for this Magic team is still to make the playoffs and to make a little bit of a playoff push, Aaron Gordon's going to play a big role in that. There is just no getting around it, no denying it. Gordon has not had a strong year. He's averaging 13.8 points per game, the third straight year that his scoring average has gone down. He's averaging 7.2 rebounds per game and doing some other things very, very well too. He's averaging a career-high 4.2 assists per game, certainly aided by the fact that he was essentially the main ball handler for a good stretch of time after Markel Fultz's injury. His 50% effective field goal percentage is fine. Um, but his field goal percentage overall is down, um, shooting around 40% from the floor. But the good news is a lot of his other other numbers are perking up. Um, he's shooting 36.9% from beyond the arc, which is very, very good. Um, and he's making a 53.9% effective field goal percentage and 1.11 points per possession on spot-up shooting opportunities. In fact, he is making 46.7% of his catch-and-shoot three-pointers, which is among the very best marks in the league, according to Basketball Index as well as the NBA.com stats page. Even Indeed, even according to Basketball Index, uh, the measure that they use to measure gravity, um, the, the ability or, or the tendency of a defense to stick to a player, Aaron Gordon's looking up. For the first time, uh, you know, Basketball Index rated him with a B as far as gravity. Teams are not ignoring him on the three-point line. So again, there are some signs that Aaron Gordon's getting better. In the 14 previous games before his ankle injury, Gordon was averaging 14.6 points per game, 7.6 rebounds per game, and 5.3 assists per game while shooting 41.4% from beyond the arc. Gordon's biggest struggle this year has actually been his ability to cut to the basket and and score inside the paint. He's making threes this year, folks, um, which is such a big part of his game. Again, you still see him over-dribbling a little too much. You still see him taking some bad shots off the dribble. When he's in catch-and-shoot situations, he's got that figured out finally. So the rest of his game certainly still has room to grow. And again, shooting might be the thing that could save a Gordon-Isaac pairing. It's certainly something to consider. Um, again, I don't think the Magic are in any rush to deal him when it comes to that. The biggest thing here, though, is this. Um, the biggest thing here, though, is this. Aaron Gordon's presence on the floor is going to make the Magic better. Even if he's just doing spot-up shots. 
having another player who can get you 10 points per game, that can have a big game, that can score 20 on a regular basis, is going to boost this team. During the Magic's recent winning streak, Evan Fournier, Nikola Vucevic, and Terrence Ross were scoring around 65-66% of the team's points. In the win against Detroit Pistons, they scored 70% of the team's points. They were relying so heavily on three players to do all their scoring. That's a hard way to operate. It's a hard way to score. That's a hard way to win. Adding a guy like Aaron Gordon, and yeah, eventually Cole Anthony as well, is going to give the team a little bit more diversity in how they can score. It's going to give the team another weapon. Even if it's not a big weapon, even if it's not a major 15, 20 point per game night weapon, it's another guy that defenses have to respect and account for in a way that, frankly, they don't have to with other players on the team. Those are the facts here. Those, that's, that's, that's what's going on. And so, the Magic then are going to be better with Aaron Gordon on the floor. He's going to make them better in the short term. And whether the Magic are able to make a playoff push, whether the Magic are able to catch up ground or able to get some wins in this extremely difficult schedule, it's going to come down to Aaron Gordon and what he can give the team, the little boost that he might give this team. That's the truth. And hanging in the background, of course, is that the eventual trade involving Aaron Gordon may also give the team the boost it needs to take its next steps too. These things are hand-in-hand. If Gordon plays well, the Magic can get more for him him in the offseason. If he doesn't play, if he doesn't play well, well, then that deal isn't going to be what the Magic probably needed to be. And again, I don't like saying that the Magic are playing players to trade them. But yeah, that writing seems to be on the wall. We'll talk about the Magic's game against the Miami Heat coming up here in just a moment. But first, here in Central Florida, your car is a necessity. Um, that is uh, uh, that is just the way of life here in Central Florida. I know we all hate I-4, but we all got to take care of our cars. We all got to get where we're going. And if you take care of your car yourself, rockauto.com is the place for you. It's a family business. Serving auto parts customers online for the last 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, so quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for do it for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much on the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Don't forget too, this week is the best week of March Madness. Well, maybe not of March Madness because it's conference tournament week, which is fun. Don't get me wrong. Love conference tournament week. And so tournament's a little bit better. That we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar 
is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Go to BuiltBar.com or to Twitter at Built underscore Bar to vote on today's matchup. And if you haven't tried those flavors, you can go ahead and buy them too. They're fantastic. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs. How much do you really know about these potential NBA stars of tomorrow? If you want to know more, you need to subscribe to the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast. Prospect scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft. I know Magic fans will certainly want to do that. The Orlando Magic resume the season after the All-Star break on Thursday against the Miami Heat. An 8 o'clock tip-off down in Miami. Should be an interesting game. The Miami Heat will be without Bam Adebayo, but still a team that is playing exceptionally well right now. Jimmy Butler has found his groove after missing some time due to the health and safety protocols, and the Heat have found themselves in the playoff race and starting to play uh, really, really, really well. Um, This is obviously a diverse group. This is a team that has a lot of ways they can score. They've got great scores. Uh, in Goran Dragic, who's had a really nice uh, season coming off the bench for the Heat as well as a driver and initiator for the team. Um, they've obviously got great shooters in Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. Um, but really, you know, it's still about Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Those two guys make the team go. Their defense is playing a lot better. Um, but those are the two guys you really have to focus on. And so obviously without Adebayo, I think the Heat do lose some of their playmaking punch and certainly lose some of their defensive punch because Adebayo is such a good defender, um, such a versatile defender and versatile offensive player too. Um, I think that, you know, Nikola Vucevic has always had good games against the Miami Heat, um, but certainly without Adebayo, Vucevic is going to have a lot more free reign um, going up against, you know, guys like Kelly Olenek or, or even Precious Achua. Um, it, it's, it's, there's there's going to be space to operate for Nikola Vucevic now. Um, I, you know, Steve Clifford probably put it best, though. The first couple games after the All-Star, All-Star break are, as he put it, a crapshoot. Um, you just don't know what conditioning guys are in. Um, they got to regain some rhythm. They got to get back kind of into the swing of things. So it, it's it, it's it's kind of sort of like the first game of the season, which the Magic won over the Heat uh, back in December. Um, you just don't know what to expect. Who Who's on the same page still? Um, obviously, the Heat didn't have any representatives in the All-Star game as much as they disliked that. Um, so, you know, they who knows if they're on the same page? Who knows if they're kind of working on the same wavelength or or, or a little bit more ahead of the game uh, than not. Um, but but who knows? Just honestly, who knows? Um, you know, Magic were playing some good basketball entering the All-Star break too. My, you know, again, minus the fourth quarter against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, th- this is, the Magic could have figured some things out. They could have gotten back to practice. They could have gotten, you know, refreshed, hopefully a little bit healthier. It doesn't appear they're that much healthier. Um, and, and, and that might give them a little bit of a leg up. I, I'm... I'm going to predict this game for lock for OrlandoMagicDaily.com because that's just what I do. Um, that I honestly don't know what's going to happen in this game. Um, I don't know what to what to expect from either team. Um, I could see the Magic really struggling and being the team that we all think they are. I could see Magic winning and and providing a little bit of glimmer of hope. Um, you know, as both teams kind of ease their way back into things. Um, it, it's it's just it's just hard to say. 
Certainly the Magic don't have the same offensive weapons. I would give the Magic a better chance of winning if Aaron Gordon plays um, than not even at whatever status Aaron Gordon's at. Um, but obviously there is a lot to get to. And, and again, just this first game after the All-Star break, you just don't know what to expect. The Heat are playing very, very well. They're obviously the favorites. Um, I'd probably lean a little bit in their direction, all things being equal. Um, but we'll see if the Magic can keep up their hot shooting. We'll see if the Magic can build a little bit defensively uh, and kind of get back on the right track here to start the second half of the season. Tip-off at the American Airlines Arena is scheduled for 8 o'clock. The Magic and the Heat division and state intra-state rivals will play two of the next three games against each other. The Magic will play the Heat on Sunday at the Amway Center. They'll head to San Antonio in the meantime on Friday uh, to play the Spurs. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore MD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can get full updates during the game on Twitter at omagicdaily. But that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this is Philip We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.